Hey friends, welcome to the Empowered Homes Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to grow strong families by connecting church and home. And today I'm joined uh, by some incredible people uh, that do incredible ministry here at Kingsland. Uh, they lead our special needs ministry, uh, which is growing. It's 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 awesome, uh, a good problem to have. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about partnering with parents uh, with special needs children. So uh, Fred, we'll start with you. Introduce yourself, what you do, your role, and then what you, what's your favorite part of your ministry? Sure. name is Fred Schaefer, and I serve as the executive director for the Special Needs Ministry. And uh, I guess the, uh, the greatest blessing that I have is that when we have families come uh, for the first time, and they will say to us, this is the first time I've been able to go to church in 10 years, hmm. or I've never been able to go to church because... We've not been able to find a church with a special needs ministry, and that just really blesses my heart. Hmm. That's good. Kendall? I'm Kendall McMahon. I'm the coordinator for family care and support, and part of my job is helping us have fun. So I get to plan all the fun events that we do, and so something I love about that is seeing the parents and the kids together and then also in a church environment where we can pray over them and have fun and bless them. It's just been a real joy. Yeah, that's awesome. Holly? Yes, so I'm Holly Meredith, and I'm the coordinator of programming uh, for the special needs ministry. And um, I agree with Fred, actually. That would be exactly what I would say. Uh, When families come to us and they trust us with their children and they are able to go and relax and worship and just be fed, um, it's a great feeling to know that we're a part of that. Yeah, and you three do incredible job here, and uh, you are the reason that we're growing. And it, God just keeps blessing and uh, allowing for families to, to to be here to worship, to be connected with other believers, and uh, it's such a blessing. Um, so as we dive into our conversation, we've we've been in this series talking through partnering with parents. We believe uh, at Empowered Homes and with Kingsland that parents are the A team. Uh, the church is the B team, and so that raises a ton of challenges uh, with with every ministry that we have. But I'll start with you, Fred. What are some challenges that uh, maybe you see and know with when it comes to partnering with parents um, in special needs ministry? Sure. Well, you know, one of the things that uh, we had a parent luncheons back in July, and we were wanting to get input from the parents as to what they wanted in their special needs ministry. And two things came up. One is they want to make sure that their children are safe and that their children are, are taught the, the gospel. So, you know, a challenge is in, in terms of safety uh, is, you know, we have an, a number of children with special needs. They all have different special needs. Uh, we have uh, some students that, you know, have, have a trach, uh, some that uh, need oxygen at times. And so, You know, one challenge that we have is assuring the parents that when you drop your child off with us, your child's going to be safe. And that means that we have to train ourselves and and how to meet the needs of those kids. But then also the volunteers is training the volunteers. Uh, So that that is a challenge uh, because we're dealing with volunteers. We're not dealing with necessarily professionals. And uh, we have to sometimes remind parents of that. We're going to make sure your children are safe. But also recognize that we have volunteers who's, uh, they've not had experience in working with special needs kids, but they have a heart and they have a passion to do that. So that's, that's one major challenge. 
uh, for Kendall, who does all the fun stuff. <laughs> you know, there's no challenges with anything. Oh, yeah, yeah nothing. You, know, no. you just plan something and everything's great. Yeah, then everybody comes. Yeah. Every person I invite always comes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think a challenge that I have is meeting the family's needs, you know, finding the right time for everybody. Um, we live such busy lives and families with special needs are no exception. They're trying to fit everything in around therapy, around their eating schedules, around all the extra activities that go along with taking care of these kids. And so trying to meet that need um, alongside our a bigger desire to have them really be a part of our church. So um, something that we've worked really hard on is incorporating our ministry with the rest of Kingsland. So anytime Kingsland has an event, we want to be there and we want to provide care for the kids. If there's child care needed, we want to have a table if everybody else has a table. So we're just doing everything we can to incorporate our ministry with what the rest of the church is doing. Mm. Yeah. And Holly, I'm sure you can speak into the challenges of of making sure we're trying to engage everything that we're going, and there's no challenges in that, right? Oh, no. <laughs> Sunday mornings are just easy yeah. as can be. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think for me, just um, remembering to listen to the parents and trying to meet the need of each of the children because they're all different. And so we, we as Fred said, when, um, when they drop their kiddos off, they all have special needs. Their parents have special concerns. And I just think it's important that we work hard to know them, to hear them, and then to support them um, when they bring their kiddos to us. Yeah, that seems to be just the thread of, of what, I, what I hear. And I think all ministries should be doing this when it comes to parents, but uh, actually listening to, to, to families and getting yeah. to know families and to be able to communicate with families. Fred, how do you, I mean, how do you take everything and be able to be like, I know exactly, um, or, you know, how do you, how do you not be so overwhelmed? Cause I'm overwhelmed thinking of just all the other stuff. How do you leverage? Like, I know this family, I know exactly what, what they need from me and how to communicate with them. How do you balance all of that? Well, I have a great team for one yeah. that, that helps out. And, you know, I was going to mention one of the challenges sometimes with some of the parents is to help them to recognize that we are not a school, that yeah. we are a church. And uh, we are here. Our main purpose is to teach the gospel. Yeah. And uh, we've had some parents to come and make recommendations about, well, you know, can you get help my child with his language development or do this? And we have to say... You know, it, it'll, it'll occur just in teaching the, the, the Bible story or the activities, but we're not here to provide therapy, uh, and we're not a school. And th- they understand that. You know, they want, they want what's best for their, for their child. So, you know, knowing what uh, the needs of each family, it's, it's getting to know the families. It's developing the relationships with the families. Uh, the families are not hesitant to come to us and to let us know, uh, you know, their concerns or uh, information about their child. And so it's getting to know, and that's becoming harder and harder as we grow in the number of families. You know, we were a very, I would say, a fairly small special needs ministry, and everybody knew everyone. Now, as we're growing, there are some families that I don't know as well as Kendall does, or yeah. Holly knows them better than I know them. And uh, so it's, it's really a team effort. It's not just mm-hmm. one person. 
it's a team effort of knowing you know what the family's needs are and we we meet uh every monday morning after sunday uh to discuss sunday morning and if there were any issues that came up if any parents had any concerns uh, which we had one this past sunday mm -hmm. and we've addressed that and the, the parent emailed back and said thank you uh, we're so glad that our that our child was being taken care of yeah. so it's really a team effort yeah and that's every ministry team you have to communicate have to 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 talk together uh, but what what i hear from you guys is uh, you take that seriously um, there's there's a lot of ministries that um, they do their programming, they get their checklist done, and then they just keep moving on. But the intentionality of to know those families, to, to even reach out to the, the issues, to um, be proactive and really caring and, and shepherding uh, the parents, I think is a big part of why it's just growing mm -hmm. you know, because – Families are attracted to right. what God's doing here. Um, Holly, or really any of y'all, talk about like what does it look like to for Bible study, for sharing the gospel, for making that the center of everything that we do for special needs? Sure, I can talk about that. Um, one of the things that we're super proud of is that we now have all of our classrooms um, from our, you know, preschoolers through our adults on the same curriculum that the uh, church uses, the gospel project mm -hmm. curriculum. And so, um, that has become an important and key point. Um, we've done training with our volunteers on how to do that, how to bring children with different disabilities around the same table to hear the story. Um, you know, we don't, our, our classrooms don't look like other classrooms. You might not see what we're doing, but everything that's happening in there is related to exactly what these children's parents are learning in church. Their siblings are learning in their Sunday school classes. Um, we make sure that they have something to take home every week, every Sunday, um, that they have to talk about with their parents, whether it's a craft or something they made or did. Um, it gives them a launch point that they can talk about. And, um, and Fred's one is, you know, says even though we may not know what the children are hearing or understanding, God knows yeah. for sure. And um, so it's our job to deliver that message, and God will do the rest. That's so good. The thing I love, too, is, you know, making the gospel the, the center um, and having something to, to take home. What, what are some things that you you give to families? Is it uh, something for parents to do at home? Like, give us some examples of those. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sometimes it is. It depends on the age of the um, class or the kiddos. Um, we actually have a parent who volunteers to help us modify. So we modify the curriculum from what the the core point of the lesson is, and we bring it to a level that our kids can make something. They can, uh, if they're able, they can read the Bible story for the group. Um, they get a copy, a copy of whatever that might be. So um, I think that's you know our our way of adapting what what they do uh, with help and um, making sure the parents know what we're talking about each week. And I will say it's it, that's on Sunday, but Kendall has yeah, Wednesday night activities. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kendall, talk about that because you, you do the same thing on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. it's, it's been important to us that our ministry is not looked on as a drop your kid off into childcare. Mm -hmm. no, that's not what no. we're about. Yeah. Uh, it, it is a Sunday school class 
for your child. Yeah. So on Wednesdays, we're doing the Little Lights curriculum, which is what the preschool is doing here in Kingsland. But because we're serving ages birth to adult and special needs, we've adapted that to meet all the same needs. And so it's really cool to be able to share about missionaries to these kids. It broadens their horizons see it so much further, but also teaches them how important it is to share the gospel and that you can do that no matter how you can communicate. Mm. And do you all offer anything specifically? I know there's something on Wednesday nights just for parents. Uh, yes. On Wednesday nights, we have a parent support group called Connect and Empower. Mm-hmm. It's been so beautiful in our ministry. The parents meet together. They pray together, share their needs. This semester, we're starting to work through a new workbook about discipling your children. One of the questions that parents had at those meetings that Fred mentioned was, how do I know my child's saved? And so um, to walk through this book together on how to disciple your child will be just so crucial for them. Yeah. It's just another element of partnering with them so that they can lead at home. Uh, they can continue what's going on on Sundays and Wednesdays and continue that thread of conversation. Uh, and like I said, that that's not easy. That's adding more work. That's being having to, to you know, adjust and change curriculum. You, you can't just print it off and be like, here you go. It's not easy, but the long term, the long play of partnering with parents is it's kind of the thread that we've seen through through every episode that we've talked through. And you all are no different. Uh, it's not easy, but it's it's beneficial and it's the right thing. Uh, for our families. And so as we continue the conversation, we've talked about challenges. I, th- I think we can, every ministry has challenges. Let's talk about wins. When you look at, at special needs ministry, if you had a scoreboard <laughs> over here, like w- what what's something that you see that, that happens on a Wednesday or Sunday or throughout the week that you're like, that's a win. Put a point on the board. Um, Fred? Well, I think, you know, uh, I'm not always in the classes. Uh, I kind of monitor all the classes. But I think a win for me is seeing some of our children, some of our teenagers, some of our adults uh, who were not really engaged. And now the way we have it set up on Sunday, they come to the table, they're engaged. And when their parents come and pick them up, they show their parents what they did on that, that day. And uh, we have seen, uh, we're going to in our teens class, uh, where in the past they would sit on the couch or sit in a chair and not really be engaged. Everyone, not everyone at the same time, at the same <laughs> amount of time, but they come to the table. And we've seen teenagers and, and adults who were not engaged in anything and not doing anything now actively involved, you know, being at painting a picture, uh, Actually, we had one student that's actually read the Bible story uh, to the other group. And so it's just, it's a blessing to me. That, to me, that's a win when we see our kids actually involved in what's going on in the classroom. So engagement, that's good. Engagement, yes. Well, whenever we started this new curriculum on Wednesday nights, some of my volunteers were a little nervous about it. They were like, you want me to read them the Bible story? Because this was brand new. They'd never done this before. So I said, yeah, just read it to them. So she reads in the Bible story about uh, people, new believers, getting baptized. And the little guy she's reading it to is playing with a car. And then he just goes, what's baptism? And that moment would have never happened had we not done that. You know, and so she got to explain to him what baptism was. She was super nervous, but after it was done, I'm like, "You just shared the gospel with him. Like, how right. beautiful is that?" You know, his pure question about that. He he truly didn't know what baptism was. And so it was such a win for me, and just in, enforced so deeply in me, like why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. 
I think a win for me would be um, some of the children in our ministry have some very challenging behaviors and trying to figure out programming to keep them safe and um, and the other children safe and the volunteers for that matter um, has sometimes you know been difficult but it's something that we are determined as a team to do and um, I think the relationship that we've developed with some parents who have kids with with really serious challenges um, is a win for me because we're working as a team Uh, we often work with children's ministry and sometimes we have to talk to parents together and say, this may not be the best class for your child. Let's try this class. Or, um, you know, how can we better support you in this? Um, so for me, just the collaboration with the parents and, and uh, continuing to find what works for the kiddos is a win. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I used to joke my, my now six-year-old, he is a wild banshee. <laughs> He's just a, and so it was the joke was every time we pick him up, like, all right, what, what's their Sunday school teacher going to tell us? <laughs> um, but what I love is it translates not only our children's ministry, but with you guys is like most of the time it's always positive. They try to find positive things like, hey, Chapman did really good coloring today. Yeah, I don't want to tell you about like the kitty punch, but <laughs> and so like I, I love not not you have to talk about challenges sure. at times, obviously, but mm-hmm. also trying to make it, letting parents know like your kids are good, like you're, you're right. we're not not gonna just tell you all the negative. We're gonna reinforce the positive too, and and when we see it, we're gonna say it, um, and, and that that's what I've seen through every episode of, of preschool children as students of like being able to engage parents and pointing out like, this is what I see in your kid. And, uh, that's because of you Mm -hmm. as parents and parents just get to be like, Oh wow, you're not getting on to me because I'm, I'm a terrible, like parents don't need to be told that any other reason that shame or guilt that they're, they already feel all that, but to say, okay, uh, we're we're doing all right. Is it is a huge victory too. And we talk to our volunteers about that mm-hmm. because uh, many of our uh, kiddos do have some challenging behaviors, and many times what they get from school is not the positive. It's the yeah. negative about what happened, and we don't want them to leave church with that that taste in their mouth. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. So I know that in the children's they they go home. Parents get a little sheet of what they did in class that day. And, you know, if it's something significant, you know, we'll probably need to tell the parents, but we tell it in a way that is, uh, they understand and it's not something yeah. that they're going to feel bad about. Yeah. And, and partnering with parents, um, you, you all, obviously, there's some more challenging parents. We all can, can deal with that. Um, but not to harp on, on anybody because everybody's got their own stuff, but, as we close, I guess my question for each one of you would be, you know, if if, if you had a parent who uh, wanted to come into your ministry to drop off their kid to be a part of it, uh, and they were reluctant, they were like, well, I, I don't know, like, you know, I'm sure you probably already have, like, your go-to, uh, what, what is your go-to, like, hey, let me communicate why your kid's safe, and why we're going to share the gospel and why your kid needs to be there. Holly, we'll start with you. You get get to go first. Um, I think the go-to for me is that I invite them to come and see the classroom. 
Um, I like for them to come on Sundays, actually, and see it in action and see the variety of kids, meet the volunteers. Um, we actually will take them on a tour of not just the classroom their child will go into, but all of our rooms in our ministry. They see our elementary. They see our teens, um, young adults. Um, they see that we have children in our ministry that are actually out in the, in the actual children's ministry. Um, and so uh, last weekend, I spent nearly an hour with a parent who just showed up with her special needs child. And um, we just, I, you know, we brought him in and let him be in the class. And she didn't even want to leave the class. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stood right there and talked to her. I, sh- I told her how we did things. I shared about all the um, things that we have for the parents, the support system, the community group they have, the Wednesday night meetings, the special events. And um, without a doubt, almost every parent I've done that with has come back. It's taking the time to mm-hmm. be gracious and give mm-hmm. grace and let them wonder and let mm-hmm. them see. And yeah. and to see the chaos that goes yeah. on with all the other kiddos. You know, it's like yeah. it's really fine. You're you know, yeah. we, we've got all all types of kiddos in here, you know, as opposed to them wondering what what's it gonna be like for what, my what, child. What is it not Kendall we be next, but <laughs> you said something that I just uh, you know what do you say to the parent or what do you see to the parent who, you know, maybe has a young, young child, but then they see teenagers. Mm-hmm. Like it, I can't only imagine the hope of like, you know, my kid that, that uh, there's a future here. Right. Do you see that with families immediately of like, Oh, okay. There's, this is more than, you know, maybe this small sub sub ministry. This is a larger thing that has hope and future and, and longstanding. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, we should. We have classrooms for all levels, um, so our teenagers have choices of different classes that are the best fit for them. So I think that's encouraging for our families too, for them to see um, we are fluid in where these kiddos attend. We just want them to come, yeah. and so um, they do enjoy seeing the other classes, the older um, children, the you know the teenagers, all the different things we have to offer. And so I think for them to see that it's not we're going to have one option and it's you come here or that's it. You know, there's lots to offer here at Kingsland. Yeah, that's awesome. Kendall? Well, what I hear from parents of special needs kids so often is how lonely they are. They feel isolated. They don't have other people who understand them. And so what I want to do when we have a new family is immediately connect those parents to other parents. Either get them in this Wednesday night support group, sit them at the table with the right family, um, get them in our community and let them see, hey, we're not doing this alone. We're doing this together. And you're going to understand each other like no other parents can. Yeah, that's huge. we all need that. We all need to know we're not alone. Yes. Now, I don't know how many times I've stood in front of a group of men going, you guys are not alone. Right. Yeah, you're in the right place. And so every family, we have opportunities for that. Fred, what about you? Yeah, but before I go to that, another win came to mind. And the win is that the, the mom that came this past Sunday and the mom that came two Sundays ago who had twins uh, with autism and the, the young mom this Sunday her child has autism, but they were referred to our ministry by another family that's in the ministry. So that says a lot when another family who is involved in the ministry feels safe enough to say, let me refer you to Kingsman Baptist. Yeah. So uh, I would say to, to help the parents, one advantage that we have 
we all have experience. Our profession has been serving children with disabilities. And so I think that helps the parents, uh, and we tell them that. You know, I've got 40 years' experience in special education. Uh, Holly has, has 30 as a speech path. And Kendall, I don't know how many you have. Like, like 10. But we all have experience in working with uh, children with, with special needs. And so not that we uh, are, you know, making it like a school, but we have that experience in working yeah. not only with children with special needs, but working with families of children with special needs. Uh, and so that, I think that helps the parents also to feel a little bit more at ease. You guys must know what you're doing if you spent your whole career working with children with special yeah. needs. Yeah. And it gives, I mean, credibility is maybe not the right word, but it, it gives like that assurance of like, okay, I'm, these, these are professionals. These are, are people who are, even though you have volunteers, like you guys mm-hmm. that are leading out um, that experience is key, uh, and it's it's vital. So, and one yeah. of the the really neat things is many of our volunteers, thanks to uh, to Holly and Kendall, that we've been recruiting are special education teachers, general education teachers. Uh, we have behavior specialists that are volunteering. We have occupational therapists, physical therapists, who all are working in there. Yeah. Not that they're providing OT or PT, but they they have a knowledge level about. Yeah. Working with kids with special needs. And those volunteers, they already have the heart for that professionally. So now they get to have a ministry with that. Exactly. And that's amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. So when it comes to special needs, partnering with parents, we, we got challenges, but there's also great victories. And uh, I just want to say thank you all for all that you do for our special needs families. Um, but I also want to kind of as we push forward with uh, special needs resources with Empowered Homes, uh, our hope is to, to open up avenues and ways of conversation. Uh, and so we will have uh, you guys' contact information available uh, on the description of this podcast. If anybody hears anything, they're like, I want to know more about that group with Kindle or how how you do the curriculum or any questions for Fred, we'll have all of that on there because uh, there's, there's not a lot of churches that, that have a special right. needs uh, program as, as grand as ours. And, and we know that. And so with, with empowered homes, everything we do is open handed. And I know that's mm-hmm. y'all's heart too. Mm-hmm. How can we help other churches, right. other ministries? Uh, and so you'll hear more about that uh, in the, the coming weeks and months as we get going. But God, thank you all so much thank for you. your time. Yep. Appreciate this. Uh, if you want more information about anything we talked about, you can find it on the description uh, below to this podcast. But you can always find great resources at empoweredhomes.org. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.